welcome to the When's My Time podcast. I'm Ozzy Eyre, founder of whensmytime.com. It's uh, Sunday here, Sunday the 22nd of January 2017. And, uh, well, it's unusual for me to record on a Sunday, but we live in, shall we say, unusual times. It's uh, just an update. It is a beautiful day. Another beautiful day in my part of the UK. I can't believe how lucky we're being. But that's not why I've jumped on here, just to tell you <laughs> how good the weather is at the moment. It's um, it's because the last episode has caused a little bit of a stir. Now, before I go on, I, I need to clarify that the point of the last episode was that it didn't matter who occupied the White House. You can have more of an effect on your own future, more effect on your own happiness than anybody else, even the President of the United States or even the Prime Minister of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, anyone else. It doesn't matter who they are, what they do or what they say or what they enact. You have more of an effect on your own future than they do. It's yours to control. That was the point. Bottom line is, I've had some emails, uh, email response on that. And um, to summarise, they're, they're, they're saying things along the lines of, I can't believe you support Trump. And I've gone back and listened to the last podcast. And believe me, that's not what I said. That's, that's not what I said. I said I wished him well. I wished him well because he is now the most powerful man on earth. That's not the same as saying that I support him. And at the risk of losing even more uh, subscribers here, I'm going to say I, th I think the man's views that he expressed during the campaign were frankly despicable. I'd go so far as to say as uh, he would certainly not be a welcome guest at my dinner table. But he is the most powerful man on earth. And in saying I'm wishing him well... I don't mean I wish him well in bringing about all that he said that he wanted to bring about. Not at all. Not at all. I wish him well in as much as I hope that now in office he gains the wisdom that he will need to execute the powers of that office. You see, it, it, he's an old man. Let's face it. I mean, what is he, 70? But he doesn't behave like it, does he? I mean, he behaves like a very immature 17-year-old rather than a 70-year-old. Um, this is not a political podcast. It's not meant as that way. But I want to make this clear. If anybody's gone away thinking from that last podcast that I am a Trump supporter, you could not be, could not be further from the truth. I feel so uncomfortable that he is now the US president. I feel so uncomfortable at that fact that he was chosen. I mean, come on. He's the best that you can come up with. Now, I understand the reasons that he was voted. I understand totally that there are whole swathes of the American population who feel let down and neglected. And the one thing that I will say about Trump is he has a good marketing brain. And that's what he's used. That's what he's used. He, he, he knows how to push people's hot buttons, as they say. Which is clearly what he's done. I despise his views on race. I despise his views on immigration. I despise his views on gender equality. I despise his views on climate change. Which sometimes, sometimes you've got to ask yourself, does he really hold these views? Or does he just know who his audience are? And is he just pandering to them? And look, I'm not dismissing his audience. I'm genuinely not dismissing his audience because 
one of the things that is is often levelled at, um, at critics of Brexit, uh, which I am, and at critics of Trump, is that they're elitist and they don't understand. Listen, Mike, I come from a fam- family of miners. I grew, I grew up poor. I've worked in coal mines myself. I'm on the miners' side. But the reality is, those industries, we've got to look elsewhere. We've got to train the people elsewhere for better jobs than mining. Because we cannot afford we cannot afford to carry on down that route for all of our sakes. You see, it's very easy to get wrapped up in your own problems because, and, and I know I've been there, it's very easy to get wrapped up in your own problems and you cannot see beyond how am I going to make the next mortgage payment? How am I going to afford the next trip to the grocery store? How am I going to afford all of that? And everything else pales into insignificance at that point. And it's so easy to bring everything down to that point and say, whatever it takes, we'll get through this. But the factor of the matter is, we cannot afford to... When we're talking in global terms, we cannot afford to do that. We've got this one planet, that's it. We screw this planet up, that's it. We've got nowhere to go. So we need to care for this planet. And we don't do that by chucking out all sorts of pollutants into the air, which are, despite all the deniers, which are causing climate change and which are causing global warming. There is a human impact. All the science points to that. All the agreed science points to that. And you can say it's not true as much as you like. And you can appoint people to your to your cabinet who, who deny that as much as you like. It doesn't make it untrue. Just the same as it doesn't make it untrue when yesterday, yesterday, Trump and his press secretary were denying the fact that the crowds were way smaller, way smaller for his inauguration than Obama's first inauguration. I mean, it, I mean, the evidence was in front of our eyes, yet he thinks if he says it often enough, people will believe it. And no doubt there are people who are believing it. But look, just to clarify the point, sorry, this has gone on to more of a rant than I, I anticipated. In wishing Trump well, I wasn't wishing him as the man well. I was wishing the American people well. I was wishing the world well, because we need President Trump to step up. We need him to realise that the rhetoric that won him the election is not the thinking that is going to make him a great president. Look, I'm not saying there were no problems. I'm not saying there are no problems. What I am saying is that his solutions are worse than the current problems. I have friends in the US on, on both sides of the, um, of the fence. And I love and care for them. Just as I, I, I really love the US. And we need the world's most powerful nation to be loved and respected around the world. And right now, the sad fact of it is, it's not. It's not. In wishing President Trump well, I hope he comes to realise that. And I hope he realises that he needs to acquire wisdom that matches his age. I hope he realises that he needs to surround himself not with people who think like him, but with people who will challenge him. He needs to surround himself with capable people, with people who understand the problems, with people who are not afraid to stand up to him and challenge him. We all need that in our lives, don't we? Now, I'm not saying 
he should think more like me. <laughs> Good Lord, we'd be in a sorry state if he did. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying I want to be able to agree with every single thing that falls from Trump's lips. Not at all. So I'm not saying he needs to think like me. But what I am saying is he needs to think. And there's been precious little evidence of that going on. So I still wish President Trump well. Despite the inauguration speech, which was so divisive. I mean, that was an opportunity, as far as I can see, to try and reach out to his opponents. He didn't. He spoke only to his supporters. And that's no way to bring the rest of the country on board. It was angry. It was violent. It was not impressive. It will not be remembered as one of the great speeches. That's for sure. And I felt it hugely divisive. But hey, I'm here in the UK and you're probably thinking you're a brick butt out. But it affects us. It does affect us. The performance yesterday when he was denying the fact that there weren't massive holes in the crowd. I mean, all the photographic evidence saw it. I mean, I was watching it live and even live, I was thinking, good Lord, this... I actually Googled to find images of Obama's inauguration while I was watching it live. And I could see... I mean, there was no comparison. The, The evidence was there in front of all of our eyes. So to stand up, to stand up and and say the following day that, um, that, that 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 wasn't true was one thing. But I also thought it showed what was important to Trump. It showed that the truth wasn't important to Trump. All it showed was that the veneer was important to Trump. Here's a man who has now a country to run. And a country, if he is to be believed, is at crisis point. Yet he chooses to spend time moaning about the media. He chooses to spend time saying, oh, it's unfair they're having a go at me. It's time to grow a thicker skin, President Trump. It's time to get to business. And surround yourself with people who know and understand the size of the problems and who know and understand what to do about them. Because right now, you're listening to the wrong people as far as I can see. I hope that's clarified my position. Maybe not. Maybe it's mudded it because, again, it's a bit of a rambling one, a bit tangential, and apologies for that. But uh, I was a little bit taken aback when I had so many emails thinking that I was a Trump supporter. But obviously I hadn't been clear enough in the last episode if I had given the impression that I actually supported him. Couldn't be further from the truth. Hope hope it's clear now, though. Uh, And look, I hope you'll still listen to me. We may think differently. You may have different opinions from me. That's fine. The key thing is thinking, isn't it, in that? We may think differently, but the key thing is to think. To think. Thanks so much indeed for listening. I've been Ozzy Air, founder of whensmytime.com. I'm here to tell you, your time is now.